1: And welcome to the podcast. Jerry Recco is in Maryland with the Rutgers basketball team. So I have Eddie Scazzare with me. Oh,
2: hi, Eddie. Hello, podcast people.
1: Uh, Maryland is closer than I always imagined. You've told me it's uh, if I want to drive to Maryland from where I live in
2: central New Jersey,
1: what's that ride going to cost me?
2: Uh, Between three and four hours, depending on where in Maryland you're going. I see. What if I want to go to Inner Harbor, Baltimore? Uh, I would say three hours. Three hours. Mm-hmm. That's not terrible. Not, no, from where you are,
1: yeah, three that hours, would, and it would feel like a vacation. Although Baltimore is a terrible city, is it? I've heard terrible things about, like oh. very high crime. They at one point a couple years ago led the nation in syphilis. Wow, okay. Yeah, so not great. It's uh, called Charm
2: City, I believe. Charm
1: City? Mm-hmm. All right. And not I very know,
2: uh, charming, though. Syphilis.
1: I don't want syphilis. That doesn't sound charming. No. I do. There's a... Uh, I was watching, like, uh, the, these ID channel uh, shows were based in Baltimore. The The Wire, I believe, was based in Baltimore. Tough city. Yes. Not a place for
2: me. I want to go to not a tough city. You want to go to a very relaxed and low-crime city. Right.
1: Like, I feel like I could be a police officer in a small-town, low-crime city such as Spring Lake, New Jersey.
2: Yes. Not that
1: those guys aren't busting their asses being cops, because I know they've got to get called into, like, domestic disputes. Sure. Teens causing trouble. But they're not likely to get shot at. Less likely. Less likely. So I feel like when when I go past a police officer... I, in a really nice town, I think, why can't I do that? Mm-hmm. And also, if I ever got called to what seemed like a tough scene, drive a little slower.
2: Let yeah. the other guys get there first. Yeah. Other i like, Oh, sorry. I
1: got caught at a light. Got caught at a light. I had my sirens on. No one was paying attention. Yeah. That sort of thing. That I would like. A nice beach community. Uh, community. Although in the summer, you probably get some rambunctious renters in the area. Oh,
2: yeah. Some of those bars can get pretty uh, the rough bars. down there. Good point. You know what? Maybe not. Maybe not. Maybe I'm not going to be a police officer.
1: I wrote down a couple of things here, Eddie. One, uh, during the warm-up show that I did with um, CeeLo today, I teased something at the end, but you rudely cut me off to get to the real show. Mm-hmm. And this was a, I had a Manu, Manu
2: Ginobili story. Okay, does it involve bats? Uh does not involve bats. Do you remember when he was still playing with the Spurs and there was a bat that got into their... Arena in San Antonio. Uh, vaguely. And he swatted it and then and, and picked it up.
1: He swatted the bat, picked like, it up, and at, what? Took it outside? He
2: he, did, he brought it to the side and handed it to someone, but he, he get, swatted it out of the air. May have killed it. Not sure. He could get
1: coronavirus, isn't he?
2: Uh, or God knows what, yeah. Rabies. Mm-hmm.
1: So he did something that uh, I know I probably wouldn't do, and I'm a little ashamed, but I have good reason. Uh, a, a woman... On a beach in Argentina, Mm -hmm. an older woman, a senior, uh, was walking up a dune, fell face first into the dune, and he helped her. Okay. He and another person helped this woman, and they only found out it was Manu Ginobili, uh, based on the woman's daughter when she was looking at photos of the event. I guess some some pictures were taken.
2: Well, he's very famous in uh, Argentina. Is that right? Uh, one of the, if not, maybe the best basketball player to come out of that country.
1: The most famous NBA player? Yes. I feel like I'm saying his name way off. Manu Ginobili. Manu Ginobili. Yeah. Manu Ginobili. Not Manu. Manu Ginobili.
2: Yeah, there you go. Manu. Manu? <laughs> Manu Ginobili. <laughs> now you've got to be so... Tied up. I don't know what's what. Sorry, I've confused that's all right. you. But he helped a woman, and he did.
1: And, and this now, I guess it would depend on where it would happen. But there was the time Jerry and I were walking in New York City, and a woman fell in a crosswalk, and mm-hmm. Jerry and I both just looked at her because our radar went up. Is this a scam?
2: Well, but that's not the uh, that uh, attitude that a Madawan hero should have.
1: No, and if it happened in Madawan, I wouldn't have had that. But the fact that it happened in New York City, and I'm always waiting for a scam in New York. Mm-hmm. Like I probably would have been like Manu Ginobili and helped this Manu
2: <laughs> Ginobili and help this woman. Well, you could just scour the dunes this summer and down, just look uh, uh, in the Jersey Shore and just wait for people to fall, and then uh, make sure the Matt uh, Matt Hammer is around and right. uh, the News 12 crew, and away you go. Now I feel like you would help somebody even in New York who fell down. I have. You have yes, Bobby can tell you the story. What is this? What I would let's tell it right well, now. Just someone, just uh, I pretty sure it was a woman who older woman who fell. You and Bobby out, were walking together outside of our building. Okay, and, uh, I just how long ago was this? Oh gosh, this is early days of being here. So I would 2009, say two thousand nine, two thousand ten, maybe eleven. 2011, 10 and, or 11. And
1: you didn't feel like uh, she was going to sue you if you... I, it
2: did not even come into my head. Really?
1: No. Did Bobby help or he watched? No, he watched. I knew it. He watched. And was she very appreciative of uh, you helping her out? Uh, yeah,
2: I think so. I not overly, really... though, it sounds like. No, no. Not like the uh, waitress that we had in Miami, <laughs> who I uh, overly uh, tipped. You tipped over Because I did not realize there was already a... Twenty percent uh, or eighteen percent. Twenty percent in twenty percent gratuity included.
1: So you gave a twenty five percent tip on top of a bill that already was twenty percent tip.
2: Right. So I yeah, I, not knowing, not knowing. Yeah. Other than the waitress was so excited. Right. And then I was like, what did I write five hundred dollars? Right. Did I did I move a decimal point? But in some ways, like you really made that woman's day. I did, and she was having, like, when we first sat down, she was so frazzled. She was in the weeds. And then the uh, the, uh, Vicky, five-star, who we were with down there, one of our salespeople, immediately, she was the first one to go, and she's modifying, double modification on her order. And literally, the woman just rolled her eyes. It was tremendous. I so enjoyed that.
1: That this woman rolled her eyes at of uh, Vicky's modifying yes, of her yeah. entree.
2: She's like, oh, my God, what does this woman want for right. my life? Just <laughs> order something.
1: Right, because as we've discussed, you can modify one thing. You could ask for something to be eliminated. Yes. I think that's fine. Yeah. If you say, you know what, I would like this uh, turkey cheeseburger, no cheese. Which you tried. I tried. It did not work. I knew I was in trouble because
2: oh, Vicky oh, double, modified too much. The double modification.
1: But you can't say... I don't want this and this, but add this. Mm-hmm. Like, that's it. Right, and Too on much. the
2: side and this. Yeah, oh,
1: no. God. Too much trouble. Yeah. Uh, so you did make that Woman's Day, which
2: was nice. I, I I think I did.
1: Also, today on the program, we spent a lot of time. It, uh, it built, and then a lot of people had opinions on it. Uh, Geo ordered what appears to be a very expensive headboard. Now, we weren't saying the price on the air or Boomer wasn't, but I went to the he website. He did, actually. He's, what did he say? It was a,
2: a $3,000 headboard. It was, yeah. Yeah.
1: So Gio orders a $3,000 headboard online, and when it gets delivered, it, it, it doesn't fit up the stairs. Because why measure? Well, why measure such <laughs> things before doing that? Uh, and then he also talked about this uh, off the air to you and I, this mattress he purchased, mm-hmm. which also sounds quite expensive. Yes, And he said, you know, I don't mind paying a lot of money for bedding because it lasts a long time.
2: And you're going to use it every night of your life unless you're on vacation. So if you do the number of times you're going to be using it, you know, days or nights sleep divided by whatever the price, you know, you're talking thousands of days and then you just do the math and it's totally worth it to have a nice mattress. Right.
1: It is worth it. Do you have anything in your home that you feel like you've spent more on, more money on? I just said more on. You did that. You've spent yes, you spent more did. money on the luxury like that. Like you're not a big luxurious guy. You don't. No. You don't spend money on yourself. You don't spend a lot of money on fancy things. Is there anything we'd find in your house where we went, ah, this is something that Eddie will spend a little extra money on? Because to him, it's worth it.
2: Uh, maybe my cable bill. You your know? cable bill, because you love football. Uh, yeah, so I get the sports package. But again, it's not like I'm not getting the ultimate top of the line, give me every channel there possibly is. So I do have, you know, the whatever, the sports plus package. You like to see the WAC conference A- and all and that. The, yeah, exactly. Well, the WAC conference in football no longer exists. Oh, but they're I out. get your point. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and uh, and I also have uh, ESPN Plus, you know, so I can watch, you know, UL Lafayette versus <laughs> Troy on a Tuesday night on ESPN Plus, yeah, um, and all that other things that nobody else cares about. And I do have streaming services right. as well as regular cable. So perhaps that is would be considered a luxury. Luxurious. Cause we have uh, Amazon Prime. Mm-hmm. We have Netflix. We have Hulu. And then occasionally we get uh, HBO on and off. Sometimes we drop it, bring it back. Kind right, of depending on the series so, you're interested in. So that might be considered luxurious. Okay. But no uh,
1: no items, furniture. I know with the car, you're very conservative with the car because you're putting a ton of miles on it.
2: Yeah, and I'm, I am not a clothes guy. Yeah. I am not a car guy. I am not a fancy wine or liquor guy. I drink wine. And you enjoy wine, but you like getting the bargains. Well, yeah, I get the $6 bottles at Wegmans. Yes. But, you know, and I can appreciate a $30 bottle. I don't buy them regularly, but, Well, like when we
1: go out with Bougie Boomer and he gets a really
2: nice bottle, you love a glass. Of course, yeah. But it's not like, beyond a certain price point, I can't discern a difference. Right. So, you know, all those things, you know, that, that maybe men would be into, cars, clothes. Golf, I'm not. I don't do any of those things. Now, do you? Because of that, is that a humble brag? No, I don't. Okay. I don't think that's a humble brag. All right.
1: Hmm. Let me. I don't know how to say this correctly. Because you, um, you don't have children, right? I don't have children. Mm-hmm. Do you ever think about, as we get older, that you should spend some of the money you're saving? And Uh, enjoy it
2: now. Yes, we're at... I think we're at the life point now where, you know, that's coming into the math equations. Where you go, why not get... Like, let's say you need a new couch. Right. Why not spend
1: a little more money on this couch? Uh,
2: Yeah, a little more, but not like... You're not going to go crazy. You know, like, you know, what's the point? I mean, that's like, you know, I don't live in a, you know, a a grand, you know, palace and that uh, demands a certain decor, (laughs) so... You know, here's one thing that I was probably extravagant on when uh, my my dog I used to have Harley, a year before he died from uh, a cancer, he had a, a different kind of tumor about a year before, and we spent soup to nuts to it was like seventeen or eighteen thousand dollars. Now, to people with children, that is insane, but. I don't have children. So that would be uh, a luxurious expenditure, I suppose.
1: Now, did you ever question doing that? Not for a minute. Not for a minute. I knew it.
2: No, no.
1: You will go to no uh, no expense is too great to take care of your dogs.
2: Not not no expense, but now did it, you know, it's not like we're rolling in money, but, and, you know, that probably meant, no vacation or no fancier vacation for, you know, a year or two. But, you know, it's something that we were both, my wife and I both didn't even think about it. But we did have that money available to us. If I didn't, or if you're talking $80,000, different story. But, you know, for that, so that would be Luxurious, I suppose.
1: But you do now. You said you. Uh, and I interrupted you before that you are at the age now where you do start to think. Sure. Should I spend a little more money on
2: something? Because yes. right. Because and again, we don't have children. Right. So you know we're going to be leaving it to like you know you know we're reaching for people to give money to. <laughs> Would in you the like the money? Yeah. So it's like you know after like you know it's split it up between our surviving uh, siblings, hers, mine. And then there's only, on my side of the family, there's only one grandchild. Uh, you know, I have one nephew. And then on the other side, there's, I think, three, three, and then a cousin or two. And so these are the people in our will. So I'm not really that worried about it, to be honest with you. It's like, you know, with uh, like, oh, here's $5 from uh, old Uncle Ed who right. just died. Okay, fine. Here's your inheritance. Yeah, there you go. So
1: Yeah, go I, to- I think about that with my parents. So they're like 77? Mm-hmm years old and they'll sometimes like won't buy something where I know they've got the money for it. Why not? Right. But if I think if you live your whole life one way, one relationship with money, correct, it doesn't really change.
2: Right. That is, that is a hundred percent true. Although for me, like I can, again, it's never going to be extravagant because I just don't care to spend money on certain things. Now, like travel like, I like to go to, I want to go to New Zealand at some point in my life. I would love to go to Antarctica at some point. These are trips that cost soup to nuts for two people, 20 grand probably. Wow. Maybe a little more because, you know, the airfare and the whole thing. So I could see myself, you know, doing that uh, in retirement. If I don't die on the job, which is more likely. Um <laughs> Or perhaps you know domestic flights. Maybe I'll, I'll maybe I will travel first class. Oh, which is a lot more money. Yeah, a lot more. Doesn't make sense. But you know. But even then, I'd be like, I'd rather go out to dinner to a a nice place than spend. <coughs> excuse me, like an extra thousand dollars on airfare right. for the two people. You know each, because it was. uh it was, you know, like when we were talking about our flights and then Boober was talking about his flight. Well, it's a big you know, difference. It's huge. I was like, wow, my God.
1: I have an aunt and uncle who have no children either, mm-hmm. and they're both retired for a while now. They are, every time I talk to them, they're going on another cruise. Mm-hmm. And I always joke with them. I go, my inheritance is going right, right. out the window.
2: Oh, I would love to, to uh, <laughs> go on the Trans-Canadian uh, Railroad. Yeah. Or even just drive the Trans-Canadian Highway 5,000 miles from coast to coast. we
1: got to get going on some of yeah. these things,
2: eh? Yeah, but th- these are things because of the time involved. Right. Not even the expense so much. Oh, I see, yeah. You, you would know, need like extended I can't, I can't vacation. I take off a month or three weeks from work. Right. You know, so
1: I'll have to wait. And then uh, th- this all started with Geo's very expensive headboard, and uh, uh, I said to you during the commercial break and i think you you put this in boomer's ear for on the air you know and a lot of times it's it's wives who who change men right or men who change wives so we we influence each other but i said knowing i i didn't know know geo very well at all when he was producing Mm -hmm. joe and evan i said but
2: no you knew that guy i knew the The guy who I called up to see if he wanted to come in for an internship interview. Right. That was me. I go, now this guy is
1: getting a $3,000 headboard that he can't get up the stairs of his Long Island home with a 500-foot driveway around his boat that's in the driveway. (laughs) I
2: said, would you ever imagine
1: such a thing from this guy?
2: It's quite a a story. (laughs) Quite a story, yes. You know, when we were back in Astoria and I was giving him the speech that I give... All the uh, interns, you know, if you want to be driving you know, a Honda Civic when you're 50 years old and get up at 2 in the morning, then, hey, welcome. This life is <laughs> for you. We'd love to have you. Right, exactly. But, you know, he's doing quite well for yeah. himself. Now, the 500-foot driveway, people may think that is actually just a weird thing of how his property was cut out. Like, there was a bigger lot.
1: Oh, go because you've seen the 500-foot driveway. I've been there. I okay. stayed over yeah, at his explain house. to me.
2: Thank you. So there is a there's a main road with a house on it and that house owned this big property in the back and when they sort of decided to make a sublot or whatever it's called and they built a home back there the thought was that they could you would just access it from the side road off the main road and that would have just re- required an easement you know what from an yeah. easement um of a, a sh- much shorter distance, like a, almost a normal size driveway from the side street. But then it's weird because then it would have been in the other, the, the easement would have been in another town because he's right on the town line. So they had to ultimately make an easement through the property that was sort of subdivided. And that's why it's a 500-foot drive, just so him to access his house. Got it. So it's not like So it's like really this. like a road almost. Yeah. And his house is a normal house. It's right. not a, you know, I wouldn't even not call it a McMansion, which you, you see all not. over New Jersey. Yes. Definitely not a McMansion. It's a nice house. Newer, new, uh, like fairly new construction. Yeah, I think he said
1: 2015.
2: Right. So, uh, yeah, it was, uh, it's the 500-foot driveway, boomer, you know. We blow that out of proportion. Oh yeah, that's only just a sort of a logistical five hundred. And he
1: driveway. didn't have that house built. He he bought that from.
2: someone. Correct. Correct. Right. So right. he wasn't like I want a house back there with right. a long driveway. But he does have a boat. He does, which is but he might have he had that I don't know when he got that but probably when he started working the CBS Sports Radio I think the so, Upside yeah. Down Morning Show right he got the boat. So but oh yeah he's come a long way from. Being an intern.
1: That's a, a success story.
2: It is. Hmm. All Mark, right. Mark Melusis, also former intern. Right. You had a lot of former interns. JJ, former intern. JJ won that contest. He did. Sal Licata, former intern. My interns are all over the
1: place. Yeah. They're all deep in this. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right, Eddie. That was, what do we call this? The post-game yes. podcast. Next up is the warm-up show. I did that with CeeLo. Yes, you did. Good morning, campers. It's the warm-up show with Alan Jerry, the shortest show on WFAN. Oh, hi there. Jerry is in Maryland today. He's got a Rutgers-Maryland Terps game. Is a Terp a turtle? Yeah, I think so. Is it a type of turtle, Eddie? Terps, it's a specific kind of terrapin.
2: Terrapin, terrapin. Is yeah, different than I know like the
1: a, the Grateful Dead had that album, Terrapin Station, and there were uh, turtles on that album cover. Yes, and, would, and then I know lie. that that little kid goes, "I like turtles," and that had something to do with Maryland.
2: I think he was just at a zoo. Maybe oh, a zoo, in Maryland.
1: But... <laughs> All right, either one, zoo, Maryland, the Maryland Zoo. Now, is this a turtle or a tortoise? A
2: turtle, turtle. turtle.
0: And the difference between the two is?
2: I believe it's the amount of time they spend in and around the water. Okay. I'm not 100% sure.
1: How about these turtles? They live to like 500 years old. Yeah, man. And that's a nice run. This is a <laughs> nice run. Uh, CeeLo joins me today. Cee-lo. How about that? Hi, Good morning. I figured Welcome. you would have known, you know, How about you, that.
0: Hi, good morning. You being the big frog guy you were. I was a frog guy I as a kid. Wake up and look for
1: my frogs. I would look for my dusty frogs. Dusty frogs. A story came out yesterday, CeeLo, from Patrick Mahomes. Uh, talking about uh, well, first of all, a tweet emerged that he that he tweeted when he was in high school. Yeah,
0: seventeen years old.
1: He was seventeen years old and he tweeted something to the effect of "It's really cool to be the quarterback." Saying "I'm going to Disneyland." Right. So he uh, he now did that after winning the Super Bowl and he was mm-hmm. in Disney yesterday. Yes, he was. The quick turnaround. And how about this? Is let me give you a quote from Patrick Mahomes on that winning the Super Bowl, winning the MVP, and going to Disneyland. He saw Disney World. Whichever one they go to, quote: World. I tried to dream it, and I tweeted it, and I kind of spoke it into existence. That's right. That's what you know. That book, The Secret. Yes, you've I heard do. of that. It I was have. like a big bestseller. I might have read it back in the day. I read it as well. Yeah, because I thought Tony wait, Morrison. What is the I secret? I might have made that up. And that's the whole thing about The Secret is that you you send positive energy into the universe about something specific and it will come true for you. Yeah, But don't you think every quarterback's wanting to win the Super Bowl and the MVP? Well, listen, it's convenient to be able to say it after the fact, but
0: yes, a lot of these guys believe in the power of positive thinking.
1: Right, and the power of negative thinking. If you think negative things, bad things will happen to you. I can't imagine many NFL quarterbacks are thinking that. Man, that was a lot of bull. Right there now. Okay. Thinking a lot. But I will say this in watching that Super Bowl. When Patrick Mahomes completed that long bomb on third and 15. Yeah, where he's like backpedaling 15 yards. Yeah. And then the Niners barely even tackled Tyreek Hill. Uh-huh. Like they were just holding him gently and rocking him.
0: <laughs> rocking him to sleep.
1: Their body language and negativity that you saw on the sideline after that. They, they spoke themselves into losing that game. Yeah, changed everything. As power positive sometimes
0: can. Now, I was reading that that book, The Secret. Not Toni Morrison, by the way. I don't know what I was thinking of Who about. is Toni
1: Morrison? Another um, speaker? An author, an author. An author? But
0: I don't... That's maybe nonfiction. I don't know. All right, so you're Rhonda very... Rhonda Byrne. I was is The Secret? Off. Yes. Okay. Glad we got to the bottom of that.
1: So I remember reading this, The Secret, and I'll tell you where... I, I lost touch with it because I could see what Patrick Mahomes is doing. Like, um, I'm going to think positively. We're going to win this game. We're going to win next game. I'm going to win the playoffs. I'm winning the Super Bowl. I'm winning the MVP. In the book, The Secret, they they talked about somebody wanting a bicycle and just wishing for a bicycle. And then one day it shows up on someone's porch. That doesn't happen. <laughs> uh, yeah,
0: I, I, I think... Again, it's a convenient narrative after the fact. And also, when you're armed with the type of talent that this young man is, it it certainly helps in making these things happen.
1: Well, he's going to think positively for next season, I'm going to do this back to back. Great. Then, if it doesn't work, no one's going to talk about it. Does the secret not work? Well, that's what I mean. It just gets kind of, you know,
0: swept under the rug. Like, I'm sure Jimmy Garoppolo dreamed of winning the Super Bowl. Yes, he did. And he
1: didn't. Pooped himself in the fourth quarter.
2: They may have even prayed that they win yes oh i'm sure all of these many things. of
1: them did this also reminds me of remember uh the actor comedian jim carrey remember yeah he, do you recall I, him yes I,
0: I recall you him. Know.
1: he's not dead Alan. oh he's
0: still, still he's living still with us and yeah.
1: producing great things i
0: don't know about that but he is still alive
1: but he tells the story and the famous story about him goes around that when he was a, an amateur comedian not making any money he wrote himself a check for 10 million dollars which he knew he was going to one day cash. And he did
0: cashed his own check.
1: Yeah. $10 million. Interesting. he he thought that into, what does it say? He spoke it into existence. existence.
0: He wrote it into existence. He wrote it into existence. Now, how does that work? So you write the check. Wait a second. Wait a second. Obviously it doesn't go anywhere. Right. He didn't have the 10 million in the bank. I got you. So now years later, after he becomes a star, yep. He endorses said check. Yep. To himself, cashes it, and what goes it's from a, one account to the other? It's, it's just a withdrawal slip. Yeah,
2: but what yeah. account? Like, did yeah. he still have that same account? He's yeah. got accounts. I don't know. It, right. it sounds
1: fugazi. Not fugazi. Not sure I'm buying.
0: But it. again, fugazi. You know how many?
1: <laughs> how, how many people after hearing that story, young comedians, probably wrote themselves checks for ten million dollars oh, that yeah, they are not It's
0: Inspirational, right? but you can draw inspiration on just about anything even if it's not true.
1: So you're saying when it's convenient it it's cool.
0: I think with the with these big stars it comes at yeah because everyone's look right okay the chiefs won the super bowl now everyone goes to work on okay give me a storyline what's something about like, for example, the big play to Tyreek Hill. Albert Breer had a big write-up on that. He talked to, the, to Eric Bieniemy. He talked to Mahomes. He talked to Travis Kelsey. Oh, it was a play they ran earlier in the game, except this time they changed the routes because the 49er defense knew. Was, there's always something, right? Because we have to break down these games over and over right. and over again and we every need... last little piece of it. And it's, some of it's interesting. I read the story. I found it interesting. This is interesting about Mahomes, but I'm sure there's a lot of people out there. Like I once told my mom when I was a young whippersnapper who loved nothing else more than playing baseball. It was my life. Right. I just looked at her one day and said, Mom, I'm gonna be a Yankee.
1: Right. But I wasn't. And you're not. And it happens. And you got no chance of being no, a Yankee. I didn't even you could play have been like a, a Yankee intern or something. Right. Technically, yes. Counted. But that
0: hasn't even happened. But maybe so, you, you didn't know.
1: put enough energy into that. I'm sure focus. I didn't. I'm sure. Did I didn't. you write it down? No, I think she might have wrote it down. She did. Yeah. She's held on to it all these years. Really? Yeah. I'd like to see that. Send that to Brian Cashman. See if he's got (laughs) space for you. Also, Mahomes broke the Madden video game curse of the cover, where whoever was put on the cover of the Madden video game would, like, break their leg. Or, you know, end up in jail. Or do have a horrendous season. Right. Again, I'm sure he's not the first one. Oh, he's the first. The first. That's right. The first,
0: what, Super Bowl winner that season? Yes. They were on the, okay, that's fair. I
1: didn't look but that up. But the curse is, oh, so. But I'm might, assuming. We might be wrong No, no, no. It's, it was a story. I saw <laughs> no, it today. Right. On the internet. Well, that's,
0: I mean, those odds are extreme. You put one guy on the cover. Right, that's true. To win Super Bowl. But normally it's like, yeah, they tear their ACL yeah. or, you know, they they end up in prison or whatever. Who went to jail?
1: Uh, Fake news. Sad, CeeLo. Yeah, I don't know. Let me tell you this. Yeah, uh, so,
0: so, Eddie, uh, that's the name I was thinking of, Eddie. He says Michael Vick in my ear. I'm not oh, sure it was the year he was on right, the cover. Right, but he eventually. But he, yes, his downfall right. has been well documented and now has reemerged.
1: And uh, a 30 for 30 it's Part two, him.
0: I believe, tonight, I want Two days. Two uh, days.
1: I'm, I'm an hour through part one. It's waiting on my DVR.
0: I have not watched it yet. Well, I did finish the Aaron Hernandez Netflix. Yes. Have not done the ID channel. Did you do both?
1: I did, of course. Which did you like better? Uh, I thought the ID channel one was better. Now, is that because you're just an ID channel guy? They had more things in it. More things. More Uh, things. I can't say such
0: as. We don't want to give it away for those that have not watched it. Uh,
1: When we were down at Super Bowl, Boomer brought up this rumor of uh, Tom Brady to the Tennessee Titans.
0: Oh, Boomer put that. He spoke that? He, he tried to speak that into existence? He spoke
1: that into existence that he had heard from uh, some people in the in the business. In the know. Now it turns out, we get the story, that some dopey kid at the school thought he saw Giselle Buncheon. It wasn't her. Wait, that's where Boomer That's where got it came it from? from. No, no. But it, this was going around the league. Okay. But it was all based on this? It was all based on that Tom Brady and Giselle were down in Tennessee at this fancy school for kids where they were going to enroll their children. Okay. But the kid, some kid saw them and thought he saw Giselle, and that's where this all started.
0: With the NFL circle type people?
1: NFL circle type Based people. Based on
0: this kid who yeah. couldn't ID Giselle bunches Correct. Wow. This is how rumors get started. Yeah, see, yeah,
1: We so could start some anonymous rumors. Anonymous
0: sources and so I saw, and so.
1: I saw Tom Brady in, at the Meadowlands, at the racetrack, betting horses. <laughs> He's probably coming here. <laughs> That's right. Oh, uh, and a big story which we covered a couple weeks ago here on the warm up show. The Flyers mascot, what's his name again? Zippy? Gritty. Gritty? Gritty? Sure. There was a story that Gritty was being sued and the Flyers were being sued. A guy claimed that his son, at a photo, taking a photo with Gritty, the son, 13 year old son, tapped Gritty on the head. Gritty then took a running start and punched him in the face. And I'm like, there's no way. Oh, really? Yeah. Did you see the story. video
0: last week of no Minnie way. Mouse beating the hell out of that woman? In, no. Uh,
1: where the heck was that? I hope Disney. In Otherwise Vegas. It's, it was on in the strip. Vegas? Oh, She's so a, fake Minnie Mouse. No, no.
0: no. Uh, but whatever. It's a character, you know, someone dressed up yeah. as a, you know, loving, Fighting. friendly character. And she goes off on, I think it was a security guard. Mm. And, I mean, she absolutely pounded her. Really? To the point where the guy that was playing Mickey, Mickey. was trying to restrain her and Minnie. could not control Mickey her. Mickey
1: was trying to restrain Minnie yes. on the and Vegas Minnie trip. Minnie just
0: pounded on this woman. Oh, my goodness. And then they, of course, after she got her whooping in, and people came over and probably realized, hey, the cops are on the way.
1: I got beat <laughs> she, up by Minnie Mouse. She picks
0: up her Minnie head and she runs off with Mickey. <laughs>
1: oh, she was out Minnie. Out of the shot. She was Minnie uh, Mouse headless. Oh, fighting. yeah. Uh, oh,
0: that's, yeah, right. That's so scary. Once the head came off. Minnie went away, and enraged woman arrived, and she just, I mean, fists of fury. My God. I see. Yeah. All
1: right, we've got to take a break, CeeLo, but when we return, I have a story about Manu Ginobili.
0: <laughs> How do you say his name? Manu Ginobili. Manu, Manu Paul. No. Manu Ginobili.
1: Manu Ginobili. Manu Ginobili. Doing, <laughs> doing something I would never do <laughs> after this, Eddie. Oh, hi, we're back. We went to that break late, but I have a terrific story that I wanted to get CeeLo's take on. It's
2: February, and baseball is in the air.